Hello, hello. Welcome back to the All Good Juju podcast. Man, it has been some time since I've been on here, probably about a little over a month. I've been very busy wrapping up two books at the same time. We are releasing our Hippie Eats 2 cookbook next week. Hopefully, fingers crossed, everything goes well with publishing. And I'm releasing a fiction novel called Lazy Eye Lotus. I don't think I've shared that anywhere else, the title of the book. So if you're listening now, you're one of the first people to know the title of the book. And I'm excited. But I'll tell you, I was this was not the plan. I was not planning on releasing two books within a couple weeks of each other, let alone probably the same month. Because on paper, according to marketing and business and everywhere out publishing 101, no one really does that. No one really publishes two books at once. Um, But there's several reasons why I'm doing it. And it all ties into my healing journey. And this first podcast is one of three that I plan on doing in a row of a healing series. I want to do a three-part episode, this being part one, on my healing journey. And I want to break it into three parts because I feel like there's so much to go into. This first piece, I really want to focus on the physical aspect of health. The second one, I want to focus on the emotional aspect. And I, the last one I want to focus is the spiritual aspect of healing. Over the last maybe 8 to 10 years of my life, I've dedicated to health and wellness in some way. And it wasn't until after motherhood that I started doing the deep work with emotional and spiritual healing. And you really need all of them to feel like your best self, so to speak. And I know that word gets thrown around a lot, like be your best self or become your best self. And I just mean like, really being in alignment, really feeling good on the inside and outside um, and just in every category. And I feel like I finally have it figured out for me what it takes to feel really good, what it takes to heal from the inside out. And I I feel called to share that. So first things first is, yes, the, the books. I feel called to share those right now because I feel that I need the winter to kind of hibernate and rest. My body is being called to slow down. And it wasn't until maybe two months ago that really grinding my gears, working way too much, writing, actually was writing three books at the same time. I have a nonfiction book that I'm writing and I'm about halfway done with it. But I'm saving the rest for 2021 until I recover from all that I've done this year. 2020 has been a lot. It has been heavy and hard work on every level. I've felt probably the the worst physical symptoms I've felt in 2020 for a long time. And I think it kind of brought to surface a lot of health issues um, that were, you know, surfaced from stress. 2020 pandemic, the coronavirus, um, job loss in our family, and things just 
really being difficult. Um, my body was in fight or flight, like many of you, for the last six or seven months now. Um, this feeling of ins- uncertainty, this feeling of, I don't know what's going to happen for my family. I don't know if we will be able to keep our house. I don't know how we're going to, to make it through this really difficult time. And I'm happy to say that I feel so much better and so much peace with the situation, even though it, everything is still out of my control and all, all of our control, really. Um, but I, I feel peace. I feel like I've been doing the healing work, too, um, the, physically. It, it all ties together. So you can't really be healthy emotionally if you're not physically well. Um, most of our mood, as well as our immune system, lives in our digestive system. So when coronavirus hit and all of my symptoms came back of irritable bowel disease and a little backstory, my mom has Crohn's disease, my dad has ulcerative colitis. So IBD, irritable bowel disease, is genetic. My great-grandfather had Crohn's. So I've been told that I am likely to have Crohn's disease based on my symptoms and everything. All of the specialists and gastroenterologists that I've been to and the one recently um, said that my fate was Crohn's disease. And the next step would be a colonoscopy, which I have refused for many different reasons. And I refused it about seven or eight years ago. Actually, I think it was maybe eight to ten years ago. I lose track of time because time flies, I swear. It was probably around eight to ten years ago that I first started feeling sick. And I was in college and I could hardly keep food down. I was vomiting a lot. I had diarrhea probably anywhere from 10 to 16 times a day. That is not an exaggeration. Anyone with Crohn's disease will tell you that's a real number That is how many times you go to the bathroom to the point of malnutrition, malabsorption, low energy, fatigue. There were days I couldn't get out of bed. There were days I missed class. Um, Just horrible stuff. My stomach was so distended. I looked pregnant and I remember seeing a girl on campus from high school and she saw me and she goes, wow, Brittany, did you really gain weight? And I did. I mean, I did gain weight. I gained the freshman 15 But I realize now looking back, it was all of the beer and the pizza and everything I was drinking. I had began to set off the Crohn's disease or irritable bowel disease, right? I don't have the firm diagnosis. So um, I I started to to bring that upon myself by diet and inflaming my gut and bringing that, those genetic factors to surface that were maybe kind of there for a while, but I set them off. And that was kind of the beginning of feeling really awful. And I remember my boyfriend then, husband now, we've been together 12 years. He was like, Britt, if you don't go to a doctor, if you don't go figure this out, like I can't I don't even think I can be with someone like that. It's like, I can't be with someone who is in chronic pain, who is in chronic illness and won't do anything about it. He's like, you're no fun anymore. You can't do anything. You're always in bed. Like you have to take care of yourself. So I started 10 or yeah, around eight to 10 years ago. I started then the beginning, beginning of my healing journey. 
and I went to a gastroenterologist in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I cannot remember who it is if you're listening and you um, live there, Uh, but I do remember it was there that I started because I went to Western Michigan University in Kalamazoo, and I found a gastro. They did all kinds of blood work. I had to do all kinds of stool samples, which I know sounds so delicious if you're eating lunch right now and you're listening. It was just a lot of messy work figuring out what the heck was wrong with me. And it really wasn't until, um, well, after that, they tried to put me on, they said I had irritable bowel disease or irritable bowel syndrome, and they put me on an antispasmatic medication, which made me feel really weird. And I didn't like that feeling and I didn't want to take a medicated like medication. Um, so I went back to another specialist and I said, Hey, this really isn't working. And they said, okay, let's try a food diary. And now this is where my healing journey started healing with food. I began healing with food. It was my junior year of college. They told me to do a food diary and remove after the first week they wanted me or two weeks. So the first two weeks I was to remove gluten. I removed gluten for two weeks. I felt absolutely incredible. Instantaneously, my symptoms were relieved probably at that point around 70%. I was 70% better from how I was feeling. Weight was coming off and it wasn't like I was doing a lot of crazy things. And back then there weren't all these gluten-free, uh, processed, preserved foods. It was, that was in the day where gluten-free bread was so expensive. I couldn't afford it in college. And there was maybe only one or two brands. They didn't have the options that they do now. So I'll say that with the caveat because I was forced then to adopt a whole foods diet, meaning my carbohydrates came from sweet potato, normal potatoes that are all gluten, naturally gluten-free, right? Um, or rice is naturally gluten-free, um, things like that. So I was forced to eat mostly whole foods. So I ate a lot of fruit. I ate a lot of veggies. I ate a lot of good healthy carbohydrates rather than just a box of hamburger helper and throw in some beef and some, you know, butter and milk and make something that honestly, yes, it's delicious, but horrible for your gut health and horrible for you in general. That's the stuff I was eating. That's the stuff I saw my mom make. So I didn't know any better. So I just ate what I knew and it was making me sicker on top of the pizza and the beer and just the lack of care for my body. Um, that was when I started feeling sick. And once I started taking gluten out, like I said, 70% better, I went back a couple weeks. I said, I'm feeling a lot better, but I'm still having these symptoms. And the symptoms were all still digestive. So I was still having like, you know, my poops were just still not hundred percent and my stomach still felt off. So then we removed dairy and that is where I swear if there is something you can do for your health and you don't want to do anything too crazy. And I just heard this on the, um, the doctor's pharmacy podcast, Dr. Mark Hyman, 
He's amazing. I don't agree with everything that he has to say as far as health, but I think that's one of the, the beautiful things you can come to realize in your healing journey is that you don't have to agree with everything. You can pick and choose pieces that resonate. There's a lot of his work that does resonate with me, and there's a lot that doesn't. And I take what resonates, and I leave behind what doesn't. So in his podcast, he was talking with another doctor about taking out gluten and dairy. And if you can do those two things, you can radically improve your life, radically improve your health. I'm telling you as a testimony that radically changed my life. I was able to get the energy back. I started working out. I really started working out. And if you've been following me on Instagram at Brittany Basinski for the last eight to 10 years, you know, I got deep, deep, deep into fitness. I did competitive bodybuilding in 2014 or no, I'm sorry, 2014 or 15. I did competitive bodybuilding. I was deep, deep, deep into fitness. I just felt so good again. I couldn't help it but move my body. I couldn't help but just feel better and better and better. And gluten and dairy were the things that I had out of my diet for the longest time. And I felt good, guys. I healed myself, truly. By just taking those two things away, I completely healed my gut. Things got a little different once I became a mother. My hormones are in and out of balance. I have two children. I have a three and a half year old and a one and a half year old. So after each birth, I entered a phase of postpartum. Then I entered a phase of sleepless nights, right? So my body is under stress. I'm not sleeping. Um, I have all these conflicting hormones. I've got estrogen going crazy. I've got progesterone. I've got breastfeeding hormones fighting menstrual hormones. So my body is under fire hormonally. And there's nothing you can really do about that, right? You can take some herbal supplements, but a lot of the times if you're nursing and you're dealing with postpartum, your body will just naturally adjust when it's, when it's ready. And it takes time. I mean, it takes nine months to make a baby. So it's going to take some time after the baby's here to get fully adjusted hormonally. So when you put in lack of sleep, hormones, stress, right, of being a parent. And then you add in coronavirus. So that was my last year was postpartum hormones, breastfeeding journey, then that stopped. And then coronavirus hit. Well, coronavirus hit before I stopped breastfeeding and then I stopped. But anyways, the sequence of events doesn't matter. It's just my body was going through so much. As I'm sure all of your bodies are going through so much that I don't think we take the time to truly realize like the environmental factors into play with our health. Maybe a lot of us lost sleep because of anxiety and depression. Maybe a lot of us um, weren't eating the right things because for a long time, the grocery stores were weird. A lot of stuff was out of stock. We had to eat pantry items, maybe stuff that had preservatives because we couldn't get to the grocery store. I mean, there's a million and a half reasons of why a lot of us are dealing with health problems right now. But I think it's a great time to just look back and look to the future with some optimism on healing. So 
probably, like I said, the last few months was when things kind of came crashing down for me. I started having the symptoms again of IBD. I started going to the bathroom way too many times. And at first I was like, okay, I've just got the Corona poops. I'm just stressed, nervous, and anxious. I knew that stress attacks my tummy and I know how I respond to stress. I hold it in my belly. And I tried meditating and although that helps, right? There's so many other factors. So I had to reevaluate everything that I had. Now, I've been mostly plant-based for the last three years since my firstborn son, meaning I wasn't eating as much meat. And I still believe that a plant-based diet, a whole foods plant-based diet is the way to go. However, right now during a phase of deep, deep healing, I've adjusted a little bit. So I've limited my grains. I have not had beans or legumes that much. I am going very, very, very easy and mild until I heal my gut lining. And I want to talk about this because I do have some friends who have Crohn's disease or gut issues. And I want to talk about what I'm doing. Again, I'm not a doctor. So, you know, if you make any changes, please ask your doctor. But here are the things that I have done right now over the last, this is going on week four. And I will tell you, in four weeks, I have almost 100% healed my digestive system symptoms almost completely. And I say almost because when I'm on my cycle, my menstrual cycle, my and it's normal. Everyone's um, system gets a little funny because there's some our um, our immune systems get a little like derailed during our cycle because our cycle takes up so much energy that it affects our immunity. So it's normal for my immune system to be down and it's normal for that to affect my gut health a little bit. But I'll say, all considered, it's been the best cycle I've had in a long time um, and I'm feeling better with my gut. So what I did, first thing I did, and it was horrible and I still miss it and I do plan on bringing it back, is coffee. Coffee had to go. All caffeine, caffeine even from chocolate, caffeine from tea, all teas, all caffeine, no coffee, not even decaf coffee, anything that speeds up the like the digestive system in the morning, you know, when you have your cup of coffee and you go poop real fast, like you don't want to do that. What I've been doing is I wake up and I have water, that's it, or warm lemon water, depending on my mood. I like to wait at least one to two hours to eat because in the first two hours that you wake up in the morning, your digestive system is working faster and um, contracting more than any part of the day. So for me, if I want to limit the number of times I go to the bathroom, I need to, that first couple hour window is really important. It's really important to keep it gentle, keep it smooth. If I can fast the first couple hours, right? If I, and it all depends on how I feel. If I'm waking up absolutely ravenous, which I haven't since I've been doing this, I'll have a banana or start with a light piece of fruit for the first hour. And the second hour, stick with just something mild like water. Um, and then I start my supplements And guys, this is going to sound crazy. I take a ton of supplements and I used to kind of roll my eyes at them. 
But I, I feel called to share because these supplements have changed the game for me. I was only taking a daily multivitamin and some elderberry. And I would do oil of oregano here and there. Um, but, oh, and I think I was taking L-glutamine capsules. And I have a whole lot to talk about on L-glutamine. So I reevaluated my supplements. I switched out my L-glutamine supplements for a powdered L-glutamine. It is by a brand called Essential Stacks. It's on Amazon. I'm not sponsored, by the way. Um, I want to say it's around 20 bucks, not super expensive. And you take one teaspoon a day in water. Um, I started taking that. Within two days, it was life-changing, the L-glutamine on my digestive system. I was having less pain in my belly. I was having less bloating. My bowel movements were just better. Um, I also take an aloe vera supplement. I take a capsule by Global Healing Center. Again, I'm going to say just right now, none of these are sponsored. I'm just sharing this out of the kindness of my heart that if this helps someone heal their gut, which remember, your gut health is everything. It holds your emotions it holds your immunity. So if your gut isn't healthy, your mental health isn't healthy. If your gut isn't healthy, your immune health isn't healthy because 70, 70% of our mood, right? And 70% of our immunity is in our bellies, is in our digestive tract. So we have to, have to nurture that. And I wasn't, I was drinking, oh my gosh, I was drinking coffee as soon as I woke up, probably two to three cups and then another two to three p.m. cup of coffee because I have kids and I'm tired, right? I was drinking so much coffee and then I would have an occasional glass of red wine. Like that's so much acid on the belly. That is just, your intestinal lining is so thin and, um, and fragile and it is coated with a beautiful, soothing mucal lining and Things like acids from coffee, caffeine, fatty foods, glutens, dairies, that all destroys that beautiful mucal lining and creates something called leaky gut. You've probably heard of leaky gut before. If you haven't, Google it. Look up leaky gut. Um, just about everybody who isn't following some sort of healing protocol has symptoms of leaky gut and probably doesn't even realize. So look into leaky gut. And this is what I did. I started looking into leaky gut. Leaky gut means your mucal lining isn't functioning. And that means there's leaks going through your digestive system. And toxins are going in. And things aren't digesting right because you don't have that smooth, healthy, tight, pink digestive tract. And that is the goal. So L-glutamine powder, aloe vera supplement. Vitamin B12 spray. I use a daily zinc drops. I use Mary Ruth Organics. Um, it tastes like water. So I put a couple drops in my kids' apple juice every day. Zinc is incredible for immune support. And most of us are deficient in zinc. A good way to look and see if you're deficient is if you hold out your hand. And if you look at your thumb, you should see a half moon, like a little white or pink um, like half moon over your thumb. If you 
look at the rest of your hand, there should be a half moon over each finger. And for me, I looked and I didn't have that. So that meant that my zinc reserves were low. Zinc is, like I said, really wonderful for immune health, but also really key for gut health. And I had no clue. So zinc comes from a lot of meat products, which as plant-based, I just simply was not getting enough. Um, I do eat meat, organic meat, every now and then. I try not to do it every day. I try to keep it maybe around 10 to 15% of my diet, and the rest comes from plants. Um, So I will say that my zinc is probably lower than average. But even with that said, it's about absorption. So your body can absorb this zinc supplement better than most things. So it's really important to have a zinc supplement in your diet, especially now with COVID going around. Um, There's been so many studies done on um, zinc being helpful for fighting against that. The other thing I take is probiotics, also by Mary Ruth Organics. I like the liquid drops. Again, they taste like water. They taste like absolutely nothing. So it's easy for me to give to the kids and it's easy for myself to take. I do take, um, I take it every day and I give it to my kids. It's helped clear up my son's eczema. He had really dry skin, my um, 18 month old. And this stuff really helps keep his gut health because eczema and skin conditions are also uh, linked to digestive issues. It's very interesting. So probiotics are huge. Now, this is I'm telling you, this is a huge arsenal. So if you're writing this down, awesome. If you're just kind of curious and listening, that's great. This one is also important right now for um, COVID, but also people with IBD. You are less likely to have and absorb vitamin D. So it's really important, or vitamin D3. So it's really important to supplement with a vitamin D3. I take a liquid one. It's organic. It's vegan. Um, trying to remember the brand. I think it's Garden of Life or My Kind Organics. I take that every day. It tastes like vanilla. It's not my favorite, um, but I take it because it's really important for our immune systems and our gut health. I do take a daily multivitamin. I take Ritual and it's Ritual brand. I take the Essentials for Women. Um, I've been on and off about it. I'm not 100% sure, but I do like that it has everything we need. And I like that it has a DHA Omega um, from a vegan source. It's algal oil. And I feel that being on screens a lot, my eyes get dry. And I've tried being off the supplement, um, but my eyes get really dry. So when I go back on it, I notice it takes care of like the dry eye symptoms. So, so far, I don't, I mean, I don't know any, notice anything life-changing from the daily multi except for the dry eyes, um, but I still keep it just in case to cover my bases. Um, I also do elderberry, not every single day, but when I feel a tickle coming on, I will take elderberry. And then oil of oregano is something I have been doing just about every day. I take a tincture, which are little oil drops, I also use the Garden of Life or My Kind Organics. I don't know if they call it Garden or Life, Garden of Life anymore, but anyways, I take a oil of oregano supplement. Doesn't matter what brand, that's just the brand that I take. And I take it twice a day. I take it once in the morning or early afternoon and then I take it again later. And this is really good for your um 
your immunity, but also killing bad bacteria in your gut. So this is important too if you have, and a lot of us do have imbalances in bacteria. A lot of us do have things that, you know, bugs that we are fighting that we know nothing about. I highly recommend people looking into the medical medium, Anthony Williams. A lot of his protocol talks about why it's so important that we look into our health and why a lot of us have health problems and autoimmune issues that we don't even know about yet. So I I recommend looking into Anthony Williams. Again, he's one of the doctors that I agree with a lot, but there are also some things that I take and some things that don't resonate, so I leave them. And, um, you know, one of his big things is celery juice every single morning. I haven't done that protocol. Um, It's supposed to be super helpful, too, for gut health and just overall healing. So it's not something that I have done yet. It's something I'm open to. I just haven't felt called to do that necessarily. Um, But he also has some really good resources, too, to learn about you know, the different parts of the body, the lymphatic system, the liver. He's really big on liver cleansing and a lot of pathogens living in our liver causes autoimmune. So there's just a lot of research that we can do independently. And again, you know, um, to figure out what works. I also am a huge juicer. If you follow me, you know, I am constantly juicing. Juicing has changed my life. And I'll say in the very beginning of my journey, juicing brought out a lot of symptoms. And I think that's normal because your body is detoxing. It's detoxing something fierce. It is getting rid of parasites in your stomach and body. You are getting rid of bacteria. You are getting rid of old viruses lingering in your liver. Um, It's uncomfortable. It's normal to feel tired, brain fog, go to the bathroom a bunch when you start juicing. It does taper off, though, and I will say if you do only fruit juices, it's more cleansing, meaning you're going to go more to the bathroom and experience more detox symptoms. Um, And if you add veggies to it, it kind of slows the detox down a little bit. So when we're talking about detox, I want to touch on some other things that I've been doing, and that is no alcohol. For the last month, I have had absolutely no alcohol, and not like I'm you know, an alcoholic or anything, but we do have like a wine Wednesday we do in our neighborhood where just, you know, a few moms and the kids get together and play and we have, you know, a glass or two of wine every Wednesday and that caught up with me. Um, And then here and there, you know, in the summertime, I feel like I was more likely to say yes to a glass of rosé. I mean, rosé all day, am I right? So in the summertime, it's a vacation state of mind. I treated my body as such and it caught up. So no alcohol, no coffee, a boatload of supplements, no gluten, no dairy, and being really gentle and and limiting grains. So grains are a lot of your, you know, wheat's a grain, flour's a grain, potatoes are a grain, corn is a grain. There's a lot of grains. So trying to remove that, having less processed foods, more whole foods, Um, And then for me during this time, if I'm having vegetables, I'm having it in a form of a juice because it's easy to digest. It's easy to absorb all the nutrition from that. And I'm not having to worry about my digestive system not being able to digest that and causing more symptoms at this time for someone with, you know, irritable gut problems. So those are the big things that I've been doing. And like I said, 
I've been feeling physically amazing. The other two sections, like I said, I'll go into emotional and spiritual because it's all tied in. But I started this episode talking about releasing my books and what I think that had to do with propelling me into this phase of healing right now. And I feel that my body is being called to, to rest and go into a hibernation physically. I feel that I've been so busy with, you know, managing a household and my kids and writing these cookbooks and doing all of the marketing behind that as well. And then writing a fiction novel, editing that, you know, and all of these things going on at once. For me, like I said, it's not the best time on paper. Um, you know, who knows how they will sell, but my gut, my, my heart, my soul tells me now is the time because once these are past me, I will be able to fully heal during this journey as well. Over the last month, um, I was called to cut my hair. I felt my soul tell me to chop off six inches, not that specifically, but to let go of significant energy in my body. And my hair was tangled. My hair was so long. It was down to my butt. Beautiful mermaid waves. Everybody loves my hair. And for that, thank you so much. Um, But I felt like I had to cut it. I was like afraid to, you know, like, man, that's my identity. That's kind of my brand. Like people know me as like, you know, this hippie hair. And will I be me if I cut it? And I just didn't care. I was like, it's so knotted. It's so hard to brush. I could hardly brush it. They actually had to cut out like dreadlocks in my hair at the salon because it was just in such bad shape. So I got the haircut. And before that, like I said, my soul told me, told me to do that because I felt like it was a reflection of my gut. It's like, man, this is a mangled, tangled mess. This is a total mess. So I got it cut. I felt so much better. I still feel so much lighter I can run my fingers through my hair. I feel like my internal health is reflecting that. Like, thank you for doing that, you know, letting go of that negative energy from the beginning of 2020, starting fresh. So it sounds silly, but honestly, I think maybe a haircut might be linked to some type of healing as well. Um, and it has a lot of spiritual meaning hair. So I, I cut my hair and I'm letting go of these two books that in, in a beautiful way. I'm putting them out there. I'm very scared to do this, you guys. I've never shared any piece of fiction ever. And that is the one I'm the most scared and nervous about, but the one that I feel like I have to let go the most. It took me seven years to write this novel. And to be honest, I'm not ready, but I know I am ready. I don't feel that I'm ready, but I know it's time. It's time to let things go and move on. I need a full fresh start in 2021. I don't need anything that I was previously working on or things that were causing anxiety or things that kept me up at night or things that I felt like weren't fully manifesting the way I wanted them to and were holding me back. It was time and it is time for me to birth those things and move on to grow. I need to evolve. I need a fresh start. And before I fresh start, before I get back to work, finishing the next book and moving on, I'm resting. I'm resting. I'm taking this time to be conscious, to heal, to rest, to read books instead of write them for a little while, to drink tea instead of wine or coffee, to 
sleep in when I can instead of get up and write or stay up late and write. And the hustle and grind mentality can be so helpful in different seasons, but fall is a period of rest. The leaves are falling. You know, winter is a time of hibernation for so many. And I think it's a good cue from nature for me to kind of to do the same, to follow suit, like, okay, it's it's time for me too to do the same. And I'm going to. And I think it's a beautiful season to do that for anyone listening as well. So that's where I'm at. This is part one. This is the physical health. Um, trying to think if there's anything else that I can recommend, but I think I touched on the majority of the things. Um, just be mindful, you know, do a food diary if you can. If you're having some symptoms of leaky gut or irritable bowel syndrome or disease or skin rashes or any type of autoimmune disease, try to look into a functional med- a functional medical doctor if you can or if you can't afford it there's a lot of them like Dr. Mark Hyman and others that have podcasts they have blogs they have resources they have books you can read they're like $20 on Amazon do that kind of research if you can't afford a functional medicine doctor eat up their free resources that's what I do I probably can't really afford a functional medical doctor but it's free for me to read and do my research And you're listening to this very free podcast from me sharing everything I've learned so far and all the things that I'm doing that's healing my body. And keep doing that. Keep doing that. So start your food diary. Take a mental and physical inventory of your pantry. What's going into your body? How are you feeling? And begin that healing journey. Because on the other side of it, I'm like a brand new person. My skin is clear. My hair is shiny. Um, My nails are strong. I used to have really brittle, peeling kind of nails, um, which is also like a reflection of your health. If your nails are nice and strong, that's good. If they're flimsy and weak, that's just another sign that something's going on. I was developing a weird skin rash from just autoimmune issues kind of popping up. And just really healing all of those levels. And if you're stressed, trying to manage that stress without, you know, alcohol or whatever, what, whatever it is that you're using that's not healthy. Um, there's other things you can use. I've been using CBD oil. I've been like doubling down on my CBD. And that really helps with stress as well. So there's a lot of things you can do, Um, even just getting into a good ritual. Like my ritual every night, oh, I almost forgot. Every night I've been taking chaga mushroom powder and within a half an hour, it has like a natural melanin in it and it helps induce like a good sleep. Within a half an hour of taking my chaga mushroom tea, it's just a powder and I put it in just like whatever tea you can hardly taste. It has a slightly earthy kind of vanilla taste. Even my husband drinks it every night. We make our chaga tea. Um, it is just so good for relaxing the body. So I recommend trying that with some CBD at night. Put a little lavender essential oils on yourself or a little on your pillow. Take a hot shower, hot bath. And man, like that routine has really helped me kind of you know, realize, okay, I don't need a glass of wine if I'm stressed, or I don't, you know, need to just 
let my stress response overtake my body, I can lean into some calming strategies. I can take some breathing. You can do like a breathing exercise. I can take four deep breaths in and four deep breaths out and just be really conscious of that. Um, So a lot of things. There's a lot of things we can do. But I hope this was helpful. I felt called to share this um, episode because it has been so life-changing. Almost forgot one thing. Turmeric. (laughs) I made a funny video on Instagram about wellness influencers and turmeric. But this is all jokes aside, turmeric. I almost forgot it because that's what I've been having in my tea too. Um, Turmeric is awesome for anti-inflammatory. So I recommend just tossing it into the food you're eating or in a tea or you can even juice it and put it in your juice. But that has also been super duper helpful for me as well. So those are the things. If there's anything I miss, I'll try to put it on my Instagram stories at Brittany Basinski. If you don't follow along, you should. We have a lot of fun there. Um, but that's this is what I've got. So thank you so much for tuning in today and hearing me talk all things physical healing. I really, really appreciate you guys showing up for yourself and showing up for me. And I look forward to the second and third parts of this series. Thanks so much. Be well. Thank you for showing up today. I appreciate you being here in this space with me. If you are into this episode or you really dig the podcast, I would be so grateful for your five-star review on here, as well as sharing this episode or podcast with your crew. If it resonates at all, that would mean the world to me. Also, here is an invitation to hang out with me on Instagram at Brittany Basinski. You can chat with me here anytime. I would love to connect with you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being here. Until next time.